Welcome back, boys and girls, to another episode of K-Fave Comparisons. My name is Mr. Know-It-All, Daniel John Schaefer, and today we are going to be doing something very, very new. Uh, we are going to be doing our first ever watch-along episode. We had a special request come through our Facebook for this. Uh, big shout-out to Nick for uh, the request. Uh, and what we're doing today is a watch-along episode of WWF Superstars from August 29th, of 1992. I've done no research. I have no idea uh, what to expect from this show. Um, so I'm really, really excited about it. Uh, so what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to go to your WWE network, load that up, uh, go to in-ring, and you'll uh, you have to go down and kind of scroll down and find WWF superstars. Then you'll go over to 1992 and find August the 29th, uh, and we'll do the whole 3-2-1 countdown thing here shortly. But before we do, let's talk about last week's episode a little bit. Um, you know, the whole Extreme Rules debacle. A lot of people, you know, kind of said it was pretty good. Some people said it was pretty bad. A lot of mixed reactions on that one. Um, but what I can say is the feedback that I got from the episode was absolutely uh, heartwarming, I guess, if that's the right thing to say. Like, you guys were... Uh, really supportive and uh, very kind to me uh, now that I'm kind of moving into a more solo format or a more like the main host at least format. Um, so a lot of these shows are, ju are just me. Um, and so I'm really, really grateful for the people that kind of reached out or said it was good or excited to hear more. So that kind of gives me motivation to keep going. I really enjoy doing this show. I know the cast does too. Uh, his life is just super busy right now. Uh, hopefully we will have him back sooner than later, but I am going to enjoy this format as long as I can. Um, so that being said, hopefully you guys have WWF Superstars August 29th, 1992 pulled up. Uh, and without further ado, just go ahead and mute that TV and just turn me up. Or maybe I wouldn't even say mute it. I want to have you have some context here. So just kind of keep it low. Uh, put the podcast on a little bit louder. And, uh, and here we go. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. All right. It's always nice to hear Vince. Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man on Monday night. SummerSlam, wow. So this would have been SummerSlam 92. Man, look at that like airbrushed warrior like singlet thing that he had as if he wasn't like ripped up enough. What is that? What is he doing? Oh God, I love Macho so much and I miss him. Everything about his outfit and his style was just the best. So I guess, what is this? See, I forgot. It's been so long with like raw and smackdown and everything like is this supposed to be a match oh they're like tag team partners here um against the nasty boys i get it and they're just trying to build the build the drama build the feud if you will man the wild eyes of randy savage kind of insane tremendous animosity events tremendous animosity Big double axe there. Yeah, because, you know, the warrior had, like, five moves total. Why would you turn your back? Why would you turn your back? And, of course, he hits him. Oh, I get it. I get it now. They did the whole deal with the Nasty Boys, and he's mad. Oh, he's going to get it. He's going to get it. <laughs> Man, the cheese here is is thick it's thick cheese it's thick cheese 
Oh man, look at that baby face Vince. Quite frankly, dude, this with the silver mic, the obvious green screen, but he's trying to pretend like he's you know in the arena. Man, this is pure comedy for sure. Oh, they're doing Raw in Wembley. Nice. All right, here we go. I'm ho I'm hoping this is actually match number one here. Uh, it's Ric Flair being escorted out by Mr. Perfect. Ooh, kid, I would kill for that Ric Flair shirt. It's a beautiful. Man, with the purple robe, Mr. Perfect in all black with the sequins, Mr. Perfect on the back. See, I, okay, now, this is, what, this is just an observation that I'm making, like, based on the current product, too. Like, I really feel like when wrestling comes back, it's going to come back in smaller venues. It's going to have to. Like, I think it's going to be a long time before we see a big stadium show again. Um, like, a big WrestleMania at a, in a stadium. I just don't think that's going to happen. Um, I just think it's, it's going to be weird, man. We're all trying to adapt to it, but I think wrestling specifically is going to be strange. But this size arena, like almost like a more of a municipal auditorium feel to it, very small arena, can maybe hold eight to 10,000 people. That's probably the way wrestling is going to go for a bit, which honestly, I don't mind. Um, especially seeing like, you know, going from having these crowdless shows to kind of this vibe would be, would be pretty chill. I, Ric Flair... It's just wrestling some J-Brown here. I don't even know who it was. I missed his name, so now I'm going to have to friggin' Google it. Man. Flair was just so damn good at this point, too. Like, what an underutilized person, especially even in 1992 with his whole run, like, in the WWF. It was just weird. All right, Bags, I guess is his name. I'm not. I'm not sure. What was his name? Mags, Joey Mags. Sorry, I had to look it up, guys. Sorry, I got lost in my you know. wicked chops. Flair, I feel like always looked like he was at least forty, though. Like always, he just always looked forty. Of course, get perfect in there, get a kick. Nice. Mag's chasing him, and of course, Flair coming out and getting him. Yeah, love it. Is that Bill Alfonso as the referee? I believe it is. Lafons as a referee. Man, this is not just a squash. Like, this is not just a squash. Like, Flair's out here, like, bumping and, like, you know, doing his thing with Mag's. Like, this is, uh, this is nice to see. Like, I feel like this guy's getting, like, some shine here. I don't really know why. Uh, he's got a terrible look. He's short. This is not good for anybody. I feel like somebody's going to come in here and, like, tell me about how amazing Joey Mags was back in the day. But I, I really don't think so. Man, just Vince's voice as a commentator. Vince sounds really young. Like, but this is a pretty decent match. Like, 
I mean, sure, like Flair's dominating, but like it's I, I don't mind watching this. This feels like pro wrestling to me. And Cass and I have covered some stuff from the nineties that was just garbage. So yeah, ninety two, I'm good with this. Flair on the strut. Here he goes. I think he's putting it on. This is it, right? Yeah. Figure four. It's gotta be a tap. It's gotta be the tap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right away. Of course. Of course. Ric Flair goes over. I don't know. How long was that match? I'd say three minutes, two minutes, two and a half minutes, three minutes. Focusing on that SummerSlam stuff, baby. Got to get ready for SummerSlam. Just promoing for SummerSlam. Uh-oh. Ultimate Warrior. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you gotta have the volume on a little bit for this. Just cause like, this dude is just it's straight gibberish. God, how roided up is Warrior, man? Good lord. It's surprising that like when he died he still had hair. Cause his hair looks so thin. Like he looks like he was gonna go bald like really early on. But he didn't. Weird. It's weird to see Warrior go, like, soft in a promo. Wait, how is Flair and Perfect involved here? Oh my goodness. Now here comes the warrior too. Yeah, that's terrible. Oh my god, the worst baseball like right hand I've ever seen. Man, he's got like it doesn't look like there's anything behind his eyes. Oh man, all these this promo is just so awful. God, look at how roided up he is. Good God. Oh, I do want that jacket though. I would totally wear that airbrush jacket. Goodness gracious. Man, this promo is like forever long. This whole segment, again, like maybe I'm just not, maybe I'm just so conditioned to like Raw or SmackDown or even Dynamite or NXT at this point that like I, this whole format, the whole layout of the show feels so strange to me. I'm not a fan of the, okay, so I'm not a fan of the format. We can just say that right off the bat. I mean, yeah, because we're like 10 minutes in here. I'm not a fan of how long all of this is this okay i understand what they're trying to do and i understand that superstars is like i feel like this is pre-raw yeah this is definitely pre-raw too so like this is their only main tv show and they're just building for 
you know, their pay-per-views. But I feel like because this is their only real TV show, they still have, like, more actual wrestling, you know, like... I mean, I guess it's kind of cool that the guy's, like, delivering a promo and then at home they're showing us, like, what he's talking about. Like, that's cool, I guess. Oh, he's yelling again. We're back. We're back to Warrior yelling again, yeah. He's thinking about it. SummerSlam at Wembley. Oh, I believe that was the Bret Hart uh, Bulldog match that was, like, so well known. Um, yeah. Yeah, that'd be a that'd be a good one to cover too. I feel like maybe we did maybe we did cover that one. It might be in the first year. We may have used it the first year. Never be the same. With his little snort like snore thing. Oh man, and then they just jump right over. Jump right over there to another promo. And they do the same thing here. Man, this thing is so long. I feel like the segment is just forever long. Okay, so I'm pretty sure the match was like three minutes long. And then we have this whole promo thing. And it, ha and it lasts like... So we're probably six. So this whole segment has probably been four to five minutes as it is. And it's still going. Although I will say, man, that winged eagle belt is just, will always be my favorite belt ever. Like, there's just something about that one, man. All, all the actual, all the actual wrestlers that have worn that belt, like, I just love it, man. I mean, possibly the biggest ever. I mean, the only one that didn't wore like the big eagle belt, which is the blue one right after, and that would have been The Rock. But I mean, like Hogan, Macho, Flair, um, Ultimate Warrior, Undertaker, Steve Austin, uh, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. I mean, all those guys held that title, uh, that belt. And I just, there's some, there's... It's so sad that there's no more like prestige and championships at all anymore. <sighs> Wait, okay, so I feel like this entire premise between Warrior and Macho is that they're both just super paranoid and think that the other one is like a backstabbing liar. Like, yeah, Macho Man, good lord. At least he made sense, like, oh, man, <laughs> the audacity. Oh, man. God, I miss Macho so much. Oh, man. And they say that this, this is the same thing. This is, they, they literally use the exact same. Maybe there was commercials here that I'm not accounting for, but this is the exact same clip of Flair and Ultimate Warrior that Warrior used in his promo. So it feels like, it just feels lazy. It feels, I, I don't know. I mean, this is 1992. It's cheese. I mean, and to be honest, like this does feel more like a TV show. 
Those glasses, man. Those white, epic, macho glasses. Can I just have some of those, please? Actually, like, the whole get-up with the black and white and the stars, like, all of that, I would absolutely love to just have it all, especially the jacket. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> goodness gracious, man. Macho. And with the nasties in here, too, like, okay, look, man. Okay, everybody in this entire thing, between Flair, Perfect, Macho, Warrior, like, Nasty Boys in here now, Jimmy Hart, like, I mean, this is this is probably top-notch. I mean, you, you out of those names, like, there are little to no other names that are that popular at this point in 1992. I mean, of course, there's Hogan, who's the biggest ever, ever. Um, but yeah, I mean, having all these guys, I, I just, and I remember, I guess I remember the angle between Warrior and Macho, but I don't, like, I remember that it happened, but I don't remember this. Like, I don't remember, you know, the buildup. I don't remember how it started. I don't remember any of that. I feel like everybody, you know, mostly for Warrior doesn't really remember his feuds as much as we remember like his crazy promos and just the energy that he had. I mean, I, but I mean, you know what? What's over is over and the Warrior was over for sure. Yeah. Love that soft ending by Macho there. Okay, finally back in the ring, boys and girls. Here we go. Here we got. Who we got? Who we got? Pat Rose, okay. Jay Brown versus Tatanka. Okay, here we go. Let's get the native warrior out here. Oh, man. This is going to be great. I'm excited about this. He was so over, too, man. Tatanka was so awesome. I used to love playing as him on WWF Royal Rumble on my... Uh, Super Nintendo. Another shout out to the KG cast there. Oh, yes. Just look at the Tatanka pointing out some rats in the crowd, you know. Tatanka. Dude, he's so big. Like, I feel like I don't remember him being this big. Like, swole. But I guess it was the 90s. Everybody's on the gas. Pat Rose, man. See, I feel like back then they gave people more. Like, you know, like Pat Rose ran into Tatanka and didn't bump himself. Of course, like, I mean, he's doing it. He just looks like a trainer. Like, he looked, I mean, he could t he's taking all the bumps well. He's just, you know, he just looks like somebody that would teach a wrestling school, but it just does not have the build. Pat Rose. Those blue on the two-tone blue almost has like this rinky-dink Tennessee Titans uniform on. And he put that little strap in his back. Oh, my goodness. 
See, that was cool though. I, li I like having those little sub in promos from the guy, especially when you're about to see him beat a J Brown. Well, calling a spot there. Oh, nice back body drop. Tatanka took pretty good care of him. See, that's the thing too. I like to see like this kind of thing and see these like quote unquote squash matches, like this one and the one with Flair. Like, like they gave these guys shine. Like you did. Like you don't. You know, we've seen some squash matches where it's clear that liberties are being taken, and that's just not the case. Like, I mean. Whoa, I don't know. This clothesline was kind of stiff. Clothesline was pretty rough. Okay. Maybe he messed up. Now he's like, all right, I'm going to... I'm just going to beat the crap out of you now. No, he's good. He was nice with the slam there. Giving him more spots. This guy's blown up. Super blown up. I mean, you can see him like just sucking wind. Just sucking wind straight up. But also it feels weird because like Tatanka's the baby face, right? So squash matches for baby faces? I don't I mean I don't feel like they need it. I don't think he like he ever needed it. It's so weird that he does the dance around him, but that doesn't like lead to a move. Like could be a knee drop or something. I don't know. I say it's weird like I'm watching this in real time as if it's like all of a sudden nineteen ninety two and I'm just like you know, critiquing this match as it's real life. Nice sell, though, dude. Nice sell, man. Oh, I think this is it. This is just a big Samoan drop, right? Yeah. Yep, three count there. Look at the kids, like, running down from the seats to, like, slap hands. Wow. Wow, man. Tatanka. I want this merch so bad. Okay, Ico Pro. Ico Pro. Sean Mooney back in the uh, control center, the event center, if you will. Oh, man. This looks like... Oh, God. This does make me give me all the nostalgia feels. This looks so much straight up like a local news show. Sean Mooney. He's still got that primetime like uh, talk. I think he's got a pretty good podcast. I feel like I've heard some episodes of his. I need to just subscribe to him. It doesn't doesn't cost me anything. Give Sean Mooney that that sub. Get those numbers up. Oh, Sean Michaels and Rick Martell. Oh my goodness. Arrogance. Arrogance. The perfume. That's amazing. Or cologne. Man, I always liked Rick Martel. Oh, nice. I will outclass you in every way. No hitting in the face. <laughs> Repo Man is scheduled for a collision. Super, super local news, man. Oh, God, look at Crush. 
Original crush. Kona Island crush. Man, that's funny. Repo Man and Crush. SummerSlam, Monday night. That's weird. Oh, it's probably because of how they're airing it. And, you know, across the pond. Again, see, this is what I always fall into when I watch these wrestling shows. I try to just put myself like it's 1992 and I'm not doing a podcast and I'm just like, I'm there. I mean, because this is how I just watch wrestling. I talk out loud. So, yeah, I mean... It is what it is. Dr. Harvey Whippleman? I, I don't remember Harvey Whippleman as a, as a doctor. Bruno. Downtown Bruno. Oh, Kamala. <laughs> man that kid oh the kid with the mullet's crying oh no that's so funny oh god that's hilarious man that's a good way to get some heat they're just showing like these kids faces oh my god Oh my God, it's Jeff. It's Jeff Daniels. Oh, great guy. Love that dude. That's amazing. Oh my God, this is incredible. I get it, I get it. I feel like somebody, uh, I feel like somebody punks me here with this, uh, with this request. Man, look at, Je look at Jeff. Took the big chop, big chop on the head. Oh, the backstrap. Love those long tights. I don't think I ever saw him wear the long tights. Ah, oh. Just bumping like crazy for the Ugandan giant, man. Oh, love it. Oh, this is amazing. I'm so thankful for this. God, this is awesome. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. The homie Jeff Daniels. Oh, man. That's hilarious. Hey, man. Of all the job guys on here, this dude is like easily the best seller. He's just bumping like crazy. Just trying to do it. Just trying to get it. Trying to live the dream. Oh, I love this, man. Oh, I love this. This is amazing. I am so, so happy this is happening right now. Oh, my God. This is hilarious. Jeff, those blue trunks, dude. Those long tights. Great. The white boots, man. Super 92. Oh. Oh. Uh, oh my god 
He got like reverse pinned. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. I love, dude, honestly though, I feel like that's just you, like, that's just Kamala being like smart. Like he's trying to really trying to sell that he's this wild man. Like he just jumps on him and then like he, oh, the eye roll. Oh God, Jeff, man. I am so, so, so happy that I'm watching this right now. This is incredible. Oh, no. Oh, I love this. I feel like Kamala is just... Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. Kamala was such a good gimmick, man. He was so good at what he did. Back to Sean Mooney here. When he tangles with The Undertaker. So local news, man. God, how do I not remember this about superstars? I mean, I was like seven or maybe eight at this point. Nah, I was like seven. Oh, it's nails. Oh my God, nails. Like, dude, this show is incredible. Nick, whoever you are, you're a friggin' legend, my dude. You're a legend for recommending this show. I love it. I am so, so, so excited. This is incredible. <laughs> I'm going to take you by your head and you're going to be a nail. Oh, good old Virgil. Oh, my God. Oh, it would be a crime to miss this encounter. Sean Mooney. Oh, my God. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Jimmy Hart, Money, Inc. Man, this is, a, this is a solid roster in 92, man. Good old Crippler also getting a little shine there. God, I love you, Jeff, man. That's amazing. Amazing. I am so, so grateful. Nick, you're an absolute legend, bro. What a great request. What a fantastic request. Mind is blown, man. Mind is blown. Extremely painful indeed. Man. Ugh. I've loved this so far. This is, all right, I'm into this for sure. I feel like we got, we got to get some, we got more actual wrestling in here too, right? Bret Hart maybe? Oh yeah, Bret Hart wrestles on this show, I'm in. Okay, so this is the go home show for the SummerSlam. So, man, good for you, Jeff. That's a solid spot, bro. The mid card, no less. Look at you. Oh, God, I love those Slim Jim commercials, man. Incredible. Incredible. All right, yeah, here we go. We're pushing Brett and Bulldog. Man, see, my whole life when they were doing WWE Superstars, I was an actual child. So I thought for sure they were doing like live commentary. And now it's like clear as day that it's a green screen. But like, 
Oh, here goes Papa Shango. Papa Shango is my favorite version of Kama Mustafa. I don't know if I just spoiled it for you guys, but here we go. Pink and Black Attack, baby. The excellence of execution. The intercontinental champion, no less. Still smooth. Still had a lot to offer. Great baby face, man. Louis Spicoli? What? Oh, dude, this thing just gets better and better by the minute. This is probably one of my favorite things that I've watched for the show. <laughs> this is incredible. This is absolutely incredible. Nick, again, for like the fifth time, you're an absolute legend, bro. Here we go. Bell rings. Brett gives the uh, the glasses to this little boy. Oh man, that old lady totally thought they were for him for for her for a minute. That's so funny. Oh yeah, rocking it. That kid is on cloud nine though. Everybody wanted to be that kid in 1992. I wanted to be that kid in 1992. That was so cool. Uh oh. All right. Louis Spicoli, huh? Okay. All right. Yeah, Louis could work, man. This is before he was too messed up, I guess, but. Ooh. All right, well, this is probably going to be match of the show for sh Actually, I want to go ahead and say this is match, match of the show. Match of the night, whatever you want to call it. Oh, another atomic drop. I feel like nobody dropped people on their. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Bret Hart is the person that I saw do the most atomic drops, like both inverted and regular. Let me just kick him in the gut. Like, a little bulldog, like a little promo for the bulldog and SummerSlam. Good promo. Good promo. And again, I, I like, I mean, this is cool. I feel like AEW should do something like that. Like use a pre-recorded interview of the guy that's in there. Like I, I know that they, I know that I guess like um, they do like picture in picture during the commercials and that's cool. But I think it would be cool to have like a pre-recorded one of while the same guy is in the ring. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I feel like if they were to just like sometimes in the pre-show they'll like during the middle of a match like on like a, a WWE pre-show they'll like have a promo just like a split screen but it's like a live promo on a different angle and it takes all the attention away from the match but I feel like if you have the same wrestler that's like like this example where it's like Bret Hart while while he is in his own match it's like it's just a double whammy for him it just helps promote what you're trying to promote it also helps the wrestler himself yeah I mean I, uh, I'm a big fan of, big fan of this. So I actually retract all of my statement about the format of the show. I love the format of the show. What I will say is that whole warrior and macho man segment was just way too long, like unnecessarily that long. Um, but yeah, everything else has been amazing. I mean, God, seeing Jeff wrestle on this show, like, ugh, I can't, I could not have been more surprised. Man, good stuff. Here we go, sharpshooter. That's gotta be it. Spicoli's not a. Uh, yeah, he's not kicking out of this. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, so all the matches are pretty much squashes, but I don't know, man. I enjoyed every single one of them, actually. I mean, I thought Flair and Mags, like Mags, they gave him some shine, which is wild. Um, you know, this one here with Spicoli was great. Seeing Jeff was great. I think Jeff did the best job bumping. Um, and so I think Jeff did the best job selling, honestly. I'm not biased at all. Not one bit. World Tour 1992. I want that tape. If you've got that tape, holler at me. I will Venmo you. I collect old school VHS tapes. It's always fun. Summer Slam. Nice little promo package. God, very 1992. Super like Nickelodeon feeling almost. Oh, man. The LOD jumping out. Oh, that was super, super Nickelodeon. Oh, Mean Gene on the hotline. There you go. Man, apparently Mean Gene made like literally millions of dollars off of the hotlines between WWF and WCW. Like millions of dollars. So good for him. I feel like we're past the prime of Mean Gene, but we're not like, he hasn't lost a step, but we're like past the prime. I feel like it's not very long after this that he's gone. Um, you know, you're not seeing him like training with Hulk Hogan anymore. That's, that's not going to happen, but. Suspicion. Oh man. Suspicion of deceit. Mean Gene. I feel like, man, I know the I know the mustache was real, but it just totally look. It's so well groomed that it looks like either painted on or like stickered on or like What a beautiful, beautiful mustache though. Undertaker. Oh, here we go. Paul Bearer Pro yes. Oh my god. This is incredible. Still think we're like got the original urn going on too. Look at that baby face undertaker. Baby face taker. I mean, what's cool, too, is that I feel like this is 92. He's only been in the WWF for, like, two years, and he's already, like, one of the locker room leaders. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like he was already, like, an enforcer in the back. Oh, Legion of Doom versus Money, Inc. Man, see, now I'm going to have to do, like, a SummerSlam review or watch along or something. Wait, why does Paul Ellering have a doll? This is so awkward. <laughs> With our... <laughs> L.O.D. Classic front. The Battle of the Pretty Boys. Shawn Michaels versus Rick Martel. Yeah, you know what? 
I'm I'm gonna go ahead and commit that I will be doing SummerSlam '92 watch along um, soon. I, I don't know exactly what week yet, but it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be something. Oh man, this is amazing. Three hours. Three hours. Oh, God. No, you know what? Yeah, I can't, I can't do a watch along for SummerSlam. Well, I'll, I'll do a review, though. I'll do a basic review uh, like, like we would normally do. I can't, I can't do a watch along with you guys for hours and hours on end. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. SummerSlam 92 looks like so much fun. I think this is the last match, maybe? Here we go. Ooh, that's the longest face. Justin Taylor. Justin Taylor. Who is this? Oh, it's Rick Martel. Nice. All right. Kind of wish it was Sean, but I'll take uh I'll take Rick Martel. Amazing. Yes, I am a model. Oh my goodness. Oh man. The arrogance. The fact that he actually made his trunks like he almost had like those uh it's like it's not like a belt, but it almost looks like a like a waistband for his trunks with the arrogance, the pesticide, and the bow tie, man. God. 1992, y'all. It was a crazy, crazy time. Here he goes. Uh, oh. All right. Alfonso. Justin Taylor's trying to get some shine in, though, man. Oh, man. Could you imagine Vince having to put a guy like Justin Taylor on TV nowadays? Like, oh, this would not happen. Oh. Man, really working that arm, huh? You know what else I've noticed, too, is that, like, I feel like tapping out was very like MMA. Like before MMA, nobody tapped out. Like you could like just tap on the mat because you were frustrated if you were in a hold and it wasn't like a give up thing. Like you had him in the arm bar and he's like slapping the mat and like, it's like, well, I mean, so isn't that like a tap out? Wouldn't that be a tap out? Yeah, all right. Sherry. Sherry Martell. Oh my goodness gracious. That's hilarious. Sensational Sherry. I don't know if they were divorced by this time or not. I mean, I would assume they were. I know they like stayed friends and worked together for well after they were divorced, so. Yeah, man, that's wild. Oh, he's frustrated. You can tell that he's frustrated. Missed a couple spots there. 
Yeah, Martel is just he's doing it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. They just stay. That's it. They give up. Oh my god, that's so funny. So funny. God, I gotta say, man, the recommendation to cover this. Good lord. Wow. I'm uh I'm speechless, guys. I'm speechless. It's uh hilarious to see. It's amazing that I got to see Jeff work. I feel like there's some shenanigans here. But yeah, man. Thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Awesome time for sure. Not striking each other in the face. Goodness gracious. Crush and Repo Man. These are... Oh, no. They're going to go off the air with the Repo Man? Oh, my God. What's funny, too, is, like, the demolition link here, too, between, like, Darso and Crush, like... It's hilarious. Super fun. Super fun, man. Look at this typhoon just wheezing. Like, what's happening? Earthquake. Natural disasters, man. Oh, my goodness gracious. They're so prepared. The natural disasters. Ugh. Goodness. I can't believe like that's what you saved for your final segment. It was like a repo man and crush. And then like the natural disasters. Like here we go, Sean Mooney. At least he gets to send us off. That's it, man. The superstars logo, guys. Listen, look, I don't. I don't know if I got punked or not. I don't know if I've, I've been swerved, if you will, in the business. Uh, but if it was a, if it was intended to be a swerve, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I'm super grateful for it. Um, man, that was really fun, guys. Uh, I had a really good time. Uh, watch alongs are something I'll probably do more of. I will probably try to keep it more like the TV shows. I don't think I'm going to do watch alongs for pay-per-views. I feel like that would just be way, 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 way too long. Uh, but I'll still do some nostalgia shows, uh, some pay-per-views. I am going to cover that SummerSlam because I just feel like there's got to be some great stuff there. And Bulldog and Brett, I mean, I know how amazing that match was. So definitely be covering that one. But next week... 
Next week, we are going to be covering coming video games in 2020, the new generation of consoles. I got my buddy, the old retired Mennonite himself, Justin Moser. He's going to come on. Mennonite Moser, we're going to call him. That's his new gimmick name. He's going to come on and talk about, um, you know, just video games. More of a pop culture episode. Uh, we're going to talk about, you know, with he's going to get a PS5 or an Xbox Series X. I mean, I know he's a PC guy now, but is he thinking about getting a console? Uh, what games are we most excited about? That's going to be next week, a return to the pop culture format, and I'll have a guest on there. I think that'll be actually the first time I've had a, another voice on this podcast outside of the KG Cast book, so that'll be a monumental first as well. Uh, and then the following week, the following week, you will get the KG Cast Lush one more go around for the happy hour time. I'm really, really pumped about that. I'm pumped to see him. Uh, it's going to be a good time. But yeah, that's going to do it for me today. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. Please be sure to hit that subscribe button. Give us a five-star review. And we'll see you next week. We're out. Peace.